0: From the Financial Times in London, I'm Andreas Parlite, and this is FT News. Facebook has the largest network of singles in the world, a mission to bring people closer together, and research has shown so much data that it knows users better than their partners do. Now the social media platform is planning a foray into online dating, but after the Cambridge Analytica scandal, some consider the timing of the announcement surprising. Here with me to discuss this is Hannah Kuchler, our San Francisco correspondent, who covers Facebook for the FT. Hi, Hannah. The timing of Mark Zuckerberg's announcement seems a bit odd, doesn't it? Just as people's confidence in Facebook as a trustworthy custodian of their data is at an all-time low.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So when this came out last week, I think there were two opinions. There was the, oh, it's a distraction. What a great way to get people, you know, excited about something new and different and shiny, instead of worrying about Russian interference and massive data leaks. But then the second reaction, and of course, this is one that has also come from some of the competitors in the dating market, is, well, why would we trust you? You know, Dating data is quite sensitive. You might tell a potential date something that you wouldn't tell your family, who you usually contact on Facebook. You might be analysed in a different way. I mean, one of the things we saw with Cambridge Analytica was a lot of interest in what you can actually do with this raw data and how you can build psychometric profiles, which, you know, could be fantastic. They could make people meet the love of their lives, or they could do something kind of disturbing and mess up our romantic lives.
0: Sure. How will the new dating site operate? Will it be distinct from the main site? Will users have to pay for it?
1: Yeah, so um, this is quite... Important, I think, because I do think that one of the biggest potential problems would be if people felt that their dating lives was being mixed in the feed with the posts from their mum and their uncle and whoever. So they have created it. It's within the main Facebook app, but it's going to be a separate section, and you obviously aren't automatically entered into it. So you sign up for that particular section, you create a dating profile and what you'll have is, you know, you'll only select a couple of your photos to be in it. Only your first name will show and also you'll only be able to message people back and forth with messages rather than photos because I think they saw that as a potentially sensitive area with people sending nude pictures, for example. Facebook won't be charging for this. They don't tend to charge their consumers for anything.
0: With so many users, how will they actually narrow down search?
1: Facebook is obviously a specialist in algorithms. You know, the main newsfeed algorithm has over 100,000 different aspects to it. So we won't be able to understand initially, and I'm sure they'll do lots of tweaking. I mean, the big question actually is whether all those users sign up. So Facebook says that there are about 200 million people on Facebook that have their relationship status set to single. We don't really expect all of those to sign up straight away. And one of the things that a dating site needs early on is a mass number of users because people try it and they don't find anyone they're interested in. They might not try it again.
0: Okay. And who are the market incumbents? And do they see Facebook's move as a serious threat?
1: So this was pretty dramatic. When Mark Zuckerberg announced this last week at the Facebook Developer Conference, Match Group, which actually owns over 40 different dating brands, everything from Match.com, its namesake, to Tinder, dropped 20% the stock. So obviously investors were very, very worried that it was moving in on its territory, a territory which this one company has actually been able to dominate. There are some startups. There's Badu, which owns Bumble. And here in San Francisco, there's lots of experiments with different ways of doing it. But those are quite small companies like Coffee Meets Bagel and The League. The smaller ones have said that they're pleased to work with Facebook. Match.com's results are out this week. And they said that... They thought that at the moment, the way it's set up, which is that Facebook encourages you to look at events and groups and then within those, find out whether there are potential dates. That, that wasn't a major threat, but that if it became a more similar model to theirs, where you just swipe through pictures or whatever, it could become a threat. Does
0: Facebook's data hoard give it an unfair advantage over its competitors?
1: I think that it does give it an advantage. There's been research done that says that, you know, I think if you get to 150 likes on Facebook, then Facebook knows you better than your partner does. And over 300 likes actually knows you better than you know yourself. Although I'm sure that depends on the person. But, you know, they don't have specialist dating data, which Match.com has been able to gather over many, many years now. So I think the jury will be out on whether, you know, they're obviously very good at selling us shoes. But are they going to be very good at selling us potential partners?
0: Thanks. And if you'd like to read Hannah's analysis on this story, you can find a link on our podcast notes.